What would you be willing to do to survive in a hostile new reality? I'm kind of starting to get worried. He usually doesn't stay gone this long. What would you be willing to destroy to find your missing family? I'm sorry, little guy. But I have to eat. And what would you be willing to sacrifice to escape the liminal lands? To whatever or whoever has taken my family from me, I'm coming for you too. And there is nothing on this earth that can stop me. counties. If you don't know what a dry county is, let me tell you. A dry county is when a bunch of holier-than-thou moral guardians with sticks up their asses get together and they decide that they get to decide what everybody else puts in their bodies. So, if I decide I want a beer around here, I have to cross the state lines into Oklahoma and buy a 30-pack like I'm some kind of shitty bootlegger. I mean, medical marijuana's legal here now. So I could go get me a card, buy me a shitload of marijuana, roll me up a joint as big as a submarine and get high as giraffe pussy. But I can't get a goddamn beer. And let me tell you, after what I went through last night, I need a beer. Impossible seems to be my new status quo lately. But last night was even more impossible than normal. I have rewound and listened to the tape about a thousand times. And, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that's their voices. My wife, my kids. <sighs> somehow, somehow that thing mimicked them perfectly. I mean, down to the every syllable, every inflection. Oh, fuck. The sun's finally up. With the return of the sun came my sanity. It's all gray out there, but I haven't heard that damn thing in hours. I can't stay here forever, so I'm just going to have to assume it's gone. Now I just got to get ready for, well, for the most important shopping trip of my entire life. Well, I've been shopping here at Walmart for, I don't know, about an hour now, and I'm proud to say they got pretty much everything on my list. And a backpack, soap, got me a bike, got uh, one of those little crank chargers, got me an air rifle. The only thing they didn't have off the list is my wind-up clock that I was looking forward to. So I've ditched my old backpack and traded it out for this new one that has a really nice frame and some extra room. It's got a nice spot for a sleeping bag, so I went ahead and found a much better sleeping bag. This one's rated for sub-zero temperatures, thank God. 
That should improve my quality of life considerably. But first things first, it's time for a bath. You know, my first thought was to go somewhere private and secluded, to out of the way, but you know what? That's kind of ridiculous. I don't know what the new rules are here in this place I find myself in, but until someone tells me that it's against the rules to build a big makeshift fire in the middle of Walmart and strip down buck-ass naked and bathe myself, I'm going to assume it's okay. So that's going to be my main priority taken care of. Priority number two is going to be getting some food. I'm definitely not going to waste my time looking through the food here. While I was in the camping section, I opened up one of those long-term emergency food bar things. And, yeah, no good. And you know what? If something like that isn't good anymore, there's nothing going to be good anymore. So it's going to be time to take my brand-new air rifle out and see if I can use it. Then it'll be time to go to Brad's. That, that was an actual contented sigh. I'm not even going to tell you how much better I feel after having a bath. Now, I couldn't have a real bath. There was nothing big enough here to hold me. It was really more a glorified wipe down than anything else. You know, something my mom always called a, a bird bath. Under your wings, under your tail feathers, and then fly off. You know, I remember the first time I ever heard my mom call it that. Since I was always camping with my dad, I knew him by a different name. <laughs> my mom told me to take a bird bath, and when I didn't know what she was talking about, she explained it to me. I responded with, oh, you mean a whore bath? <laughs> oh, God. Her face. I didn't know what I had said was wrong, but I knew I had said something wrong. God, my dad got such an earful over that. Of course, shit rolls downhill, so I eventually got an earful from dad, but you know what? Totally worth it just for that look on my mom's face. I'm going to carry that look of shock and indignation with me for the rest of my life. I miss them. Somehow I've managed to keep the fire for the bath water going. You know, it's probably not all that healthy to cook food over a fire made out of this treated and painted lumber, but, well, if it stays lit while I'm out hunting, I'm gonna do it anyways. While I was working on trying to sight in the iron sights on this little air gun of mine. To quote the Grinch, I got a awful idea. A wonderful, awful idea. What I've done here almost feels sacrilegious. If you're a gun nut, dear hypothetical future listener, I feel I've got to apologize for this monstrosity I've created. Here in small town USA, the Walmart stock a pretty impressive hunting goods section. And that includes scopes. I found a very nice Night Force brand scope and slapped it on. 
I have a $1,500 scope on a $60 air rifle. <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting, and I absolutely love it. Time to sight it in. Oh man, I love this scope. I swear, I could put one of these pellets straight up a fly's ass from 300 yards away. I'm out here in the parking lot now, waiting on something worth my time. I think the bird watchers call them little brown birds, and they're everywhere. I could kill as many of these things as I wanted, just shoot them off the tops of these vehicles. But hell, I'd probably burn more calories trying to get the meat off of one of them than I would get from eating them. Oh man, there's a hawk. That's got a lot of meat on it. Alright, hold still. <sighs> I can't do it. Hey, on, get on out of here. One of you guys saved me the other day. I just, I can't eat you. I'm not going to eat you, but could you at least go somewhere else? I'm starving, and you are very, very tempting. Good, good, okay. Thank you, thank you. I am way too sentimental. That's stupid. Three blue jays, two cardinals, and a partridge in a pear tree. Okay, so it was a dub, not a partridge, and it was on a Toyota Corolla, not a pear tree. But it amounts to the same thing. Dinner. I really, really wish I could find something to go with it, but here in town, I don't think I'm going to find any edible greens. You know, that's something I'm going to have to worry about as well. You know, a man can't survive on meat alone. I'll get scurvy or some other malnutritious disease. Oh, shit. Vitamins. I'm going to get vitamin C from the herbal supplement section. And not just vitamin C. I can I can get me a multivitamin. I'll be back. Well, I found some prenatal vitamins that have a whole bunch of vitamin C in them, and I got a few bottles of those and stuck them in my backpack. These things will at least help keep me healthy. Salt. I mean, salt's still good. It's a damn rock. But I'll tell you this about that unassuming rock. It greatly increases the palatability of grilled bird breast. I may have to figure out how to try and preserve these things with salt. You know, I think you just pack salt all around it, but I'm not really sure. Maybe there's a book somewhere. But uh, that doesn't matter now. What's important now is I have a full belly and I've got some leftovers.
I've got everything I need from here, so it's finally time to go to Brad's. At least it won't take me very long to get there on my new bike. I'll see you there. Ooh, sorry, Brad. Uh, I'll replace that just as soon as everybody on Earth comes back. Till then, just uh, just be happy with a tape-recorded IOU. Okay, Brad, where do you keep all your cool shit? Okay, well, that does look cool. Just uh, not the kind of toy I was looking for. You know what? Let's say I've never seen one of these that plugs in instead of uses batteries. Uh, in the closet? Uh, up here? Jackpot. So, the point of this whole trip, my good friend Brad is a licensed ham radio operator, and I don't know anything about him, but he did show this to me a while back. He's got one of these portable ham radios. It's kind of like a walkie-talkie, although just don't call it that in front of someone who knows what the hell they're talking about. I think they call these things handhelds or something. But, if there is anyone out there still, they're going to be on something like this. If I can ever get this daggum thing charged using this crank charger, I can start listening. Let's see if there's anyone out there talking. If my arm doesn't fall off before I get this thing charged. Okay. Time for the moment of truth. If all the cranking I've done isn't going to charge it, no amount of cranking will. Oh, here goes nothing. code. Someone's broadcasting in Morse code. Thank you for listening. This episode of The Liminal Lands was written and performed by Wayman Alexander. Please consider giving me a like or a review if you enjoyed this content.